My name is Angel Wood, Boston Emissions, music from your town. How was the season you made it through? We're almost, almost there. We're almost on the other side of it. Lots of new music in-house sapling, the Rupert Selection, Airport, Luxury Death Trap, Wildcat Slim, Janet D and the Delinquents, Not Bad, Not Well, all new, brand new, brand spanking new. I went through my playlist from the last year, pulled out a bunch of stuff that I liked from 2022, and I gotta say, nice job on the numbers. You did a great job on the tunes. My guest today, Amy Bennett of Art Stays Here Coalition, hashtag Art Stays Here, working to support artists and musicians in Boston. There are updates on the displacement from another rehearsal space in town. So things are in motion. What that means is there are going to be new spaces. I have a lot to fit in this show. <laughs> Thanks to our sponsor, Coleman Rogers Photography, online, colemanrogersphotography.com. All the show business, how to listen, bostonemissions.com. Follow the show everywhere, at Boston Emissions. Emissions has one M. Sometimes it hangs people up. All right, brand new, not bad, not well, sleeper. It's Boston Emissions. Happy New Year.
anxiety is a personal failure. Please continue to follow all norms. continue to follow all norms. Boston Emissions with Angel Wood.
submissions, new music, the Rupert Selection, then again, Rumble Darlings, Rupert Selection, are they're one of those bands where people came out to see them and said things like, this band's amazing. I've never heard of them before. Well, that's kind of the joy of the Rumble. You learn about things you didn't know of before. Sapling, brand new one, A Fox Upon the Tomb, first one off their forthcoming record, their second full-length studio record, Amor Fatih, out on January 1st, uh, which is today. And I had to look it up because I'm a curious type. And I said, Amor Fatih, what does that mean? Love of fate. Like them crazy kids in Sapling. Smarty pantses, they are. Oh, we also heard Not Bad, Not Well, Sleeper. Maybe sounds familiar if you are familiar with the likes of mm, Us Lights, some of the cats from Not Bad, Not Well, from Us Lights. Oh, also Rumble Darlings. Us Lights had an amazing Rumble year. They did the year Weekend Friends and Worshipper. So that was, oh, oh, I got to do math and it hurts my head. Mm. 2017? Was that 2017 year? 2016. Oh, dear Lord. I need a nap. Brand new from Airport. This is Gravity Shoes. It's Boston Emissions.
Austin Emissions New Music Luxury Death Trap. Rome in my head. Consider that a preview, not out until January 12th. So you heard it here first. Wildcat Slim, Rock Goddess from Smorgasbord. They released that record in October. Brand new from Airport Gravity Shoes. It's a sweet, tasty number, isn't it? Video up at bostonemissions.com. Yes, definitely send your videos. When you send music in, if you have a YouTube link to share with me, do. I will post it at the playlist. Absolutely, I will. All right, coming up, some of my favorite songs that I played on Boston Emissions in 2022. I actually, I had to go through the list because some of the things that I loved in 2022 were technically released in 2021. <laughs> we had a very strange couple of years. If you've been following local news, you've heard that Sound Museum in Brighton has been sold. A developer bought it. They're going to build a lab in that space. And the bands who have been renting it have to leave. They got the notice. They got the notice in late December, and they're on their way out. And maybe you know this. Rehearsal space is extremely limited in Boston proper. Boston, Alston, Brighton. There are some updates on that front. And I talked to Amy Bennett, who is part of Art Stays Here Coalition a volunteer organization founded based on the need for help and support of the arts community in Boston. Simply put, I have information at bostonemissions.com about the Art Stays Here Coalition, and we talked about what's to come. Hi, Amy Bennett. Welcome to the show. Hey, Angel. It's nice to see you this way. Vice versa. You know, you've been working hard as a soldier in the city <laughs> of Boston for a lot of our beloved artist types. And your latest project, you have been, um, I don't know, somehow you got yourself into this. And <laughs> I got love, snookered. snookered. We love you for it. Uh, you are part of a lot of things. You have a long storied history in the Boston music community. We have lots of mutual friends who have played music throughout. Some off the record, you know, funny stories we can share about that. You sure. are part of Art Stays Here Coalition, hashtag yeah. Art Stays Here Coalition. Tell me a little bit about how you got involved in this and sure. what were the driving what were the driving factors? We know that the city of Boston and our arts community needs people like you to help i'll say salvage for lack of a better term we're losing things left and right we know this about high rents and spaces but how did your how, how did art stays here coalition and your involvement come to be sure yeah thanks so um it started about three years ago where um a group of visual artists and creative small businesses in dorchester were going to lose their studio space yeah. it's called humphrey street studios and um it was during the pandemic and i was asked by some of the artists there to try to come help save their space at first what they thought they wanted to do was a pr campaign mm -hmm. um and mm -hmm. I um, am also a publicist, so I said, okay, let's talk about it. And then it turned out what they really needed was a preservation campaign. Wow. And a preservation campaign, like media, is the last thing. You really need to work with the community and the neighborhood and government and 
elected officials and, you know, all kinds of stuff. And so we went on because people were out of work because of COVID, we put that work together. And over three years later, last month, Humphrey Street Studios is now majority artist owned and operated, owned, which is heroic and almost never happens in the city of Boston. So from that work, the artists and myself wanted to continue that work because it's so hard and so specific and not everyone is like trained to do it. Mm -hmm. And we feel bad for all of our other fellow artists out there where, that are getting displaced because of development and you know gentrification. Mm -hmm. So we're helping the artists at 119 Braintree Street in Austin. We're helping the uh, Milk Row artists in uh, Somerville. Mm -hmm. And uh, we've started to help uh, the musicians at 155 North Beacon Street in Brighton. So Sound Museum has been in that location, I don't even know how long. More uh, than 20 long, years. As long as I have been involved in the community, I have known of the Sound Museums to be, you know, a place where bands can, you know, start and grow and flourish. And, mm -hmm. you know, most recently, uh, we heard the news that we knew we knew that the building was sold. We knew that development was coming. What a lot of folks didn't know was how quickly they would be displaced. Mm -hmm. the bands that have been occupying that space in Alston were given, we'll call it the pink slip. They were told that at the end of January 2023, they had to vacate the building. There's a lot more to the story than that, but let's work with that. Um, so I'll just give a little brief background. So the coalition met with a bunch of musicians from the Sound Museum um, over the spring and summer. And a lot of people told the coalition that they wanted to stay in Alston and Brighton and that they did want help from the coalition to try to do that. So one of the first things that we did, and we thought it would be the beginning of a giant fight, it was to talk to the new owners, IQHQ they're called, and ask them, on behalf of musicians for zero net loss of music rehearsal space mm -hmm. in Austin Brighton. Mm -hmm. And they agreed, <laughs> which we were very surprised about because yeah. we were kind of ready to put up a fight or we thought we would have to put up a fight. And um, over the next few months, you know, they looked at properties and they talked with the city and so on and so forth. And it turned out that they were willing and said at an open uh, BPDA meeting uh, last month that they were going to buy a, a property on the same block. They were going to gift that to the city of Boston, build a new building that would have music rehearsal space affordable in perpetuity forever, and that the city, if they agree to this, would then have to do an open process about finding an operator, mm -hmm. and all of that would take about two years. That is the plan. Um, everyone is waiting for the city to approve it, but that's that's how we got here. I'm willing to to guess that the city is going to be behind something like this because of the nature of, look, let's face it. If you want to be a world-class city, you have to support your arts community. If we do not have an arts and music community, we might as well just hang it up. It's true. And it's been a struggle. I mean, you know, we've learned that in other cities, especially the Bay Area, San Francisco, they actually have like a state agency that kind of handles all of this, especially regarding arts and culture. And, you know, it's funded and they deal with it kind of on a case by case basis. But there are things in place for when these, this happens. So the city of Boston is trying to get caught up and trying to, you know, deal with that. It's a lot. 
it's a lot. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it costs a lot of money. It takes a lot of people. Um, you know, and throughout this process, whether it was Humphrey Street or whether it's 119 Braintree or the Sound Museum, uh, the coalition has been talking with the Mayor's Office of Arts and Culture out of the city of Boston. You know, they've been supportive, they've been helpful, but there's only so much they can do. And I think that that's, that's a real like mucky area, meaning mm -hmm. they don't just sit on millions to say, here, have a building or, hey, mm -hmm. you know, we'll change legislation or, hey, you know, there are specific processes to development in the city of Boston. The Boston Planning and Development Agency runs those. There's something called Article 80, which is a whole series of checks and balances that developers have to go through until they can actually break ground. The Mayor's Office of Arts and Culture is only one piece of that. And it's a complex process that involves lots and lots of different people. I don't know anything about the company that has purchased the Sound Museum space sounds like they have very deep pockets and their willingness to really want to step up is pretty admirable because we don't hear a lot about that. We don't, mm -hmm. in a capitalist society, we don't hear a lot about organizations being like, sure, we, we're want to, we're going to move into your space in Boston, but we'd like to give something back to your city. You mm -hmm. never hear that. Even people who live here who've been involved in organizations that we've all been a part of don't want to give back in that way. And that makes it hard to believe, right? And yes. um, you know, so it's not it's not a hundred percent done deal yet. Like I say, the city has to approve it, but mm -hmm. they have done that. And you know, we can say maybe they're being good neighbors. We can say maybe they care about the arts, maybe they're saying we want to do other development in this area. So we therefore want to do be good neighbors for other things. Yep. And maybe they're just smart enough and financially resourced enough to put it all together to say they can both build their labs and make a profit and they can give back and not displace people. Maybe mm -hmm. they have enough of everything that they can do that. And like you say, we we certainly know that there's a lot of backstory to this that we're not going to get into in this conversation that you and I have talked about privately. But there is an alternative that the city and the coalition is working on. What can we say about, you know, the displacement's going to happen at the Sound Museum location. More than 700 musicians that have occupied that space are going to be without rehearsal space. That is troubling for a number of reasons. We have a rock and roll rumble coming up in 2023. I'm concerned, my selfishly, I'm concerned about how I'm going to invite bands to participate in something that requires their the best fucking live performance they've ever given. Oh, but we have nowhere to rehearse. This is yep. a huge factor for a lot of a lot of us who are part of the music community, have friends, you know, loved ones who are part of it. There is an alternative. There is a, I don't want to call it a Band-Aid because I don't mean it to is a band -aid. It's totally a Band-Aid. But there's something in the pipeline. What can yeah. we see about that? Yeah. The Art Stays Here Coalition, um, through a bunch of different, you know, relationships with people in real estate, um, was able to find a potential swing space. Hmm. So you can call it a Band-Aid. We're calling it a swing space, um, which is basically a bridge between the Sound Museum and whatever the long-term affordable in perpetuity building is in Brighton down the line. We have located a 36,000 square foot building in the neighborhood of Dorchester. It is right off of 93. It is on the red line, JFK stop. We are currently in process of finding an operator, doing a lease, 
and we hope that next week we can announce how all that's going to work. It would be at the similar rate of rent that folks pay at the Sal Museum. And that is even all really complex, but just to be able to know that people have somewhere to put their gear, mm -hmm. they have somewhere to rehearse for the rumble or otherwise, or to make their <laughs> records or to write their songs or to, uh, you know, get away from the family or whatever the reason is yeah. that, that yeah. people, um, and full disclosure, my husband is one of those people. He's a lifelong musician. And rock and roll rumble winner. <laughs> that, is, that is true. <laughs> you know, as going back to the beginning of what, you know, you were saying, Angela, is that we've been in this for a long time. We care deeply about the community and development is partially the enemy, not having enough policy and legislative resource is the enemy, not being able to come together into a community and speak as one voice. Yeah. Like there's a lot of reasons how we got here. It doesn't really mm -hmm. matter. What we need is to keep the musicians in Austin Brighton, in the city of Austin at an affordable rate. And we need to make sure that people care to do that. So that's what the coalition is here to do. We hope it's all gonna work out. Obviously it's not a guarantee. Maybe we'll be back here next week saying it worked. Look, there's a lot of advocacy out there. You know, like there's people that fight for climate or against climate change. There are people that like yourself who save, you know, dogs and care about, you know, rescue animals and things like that, myself included. There are people that care about affordable housing. There are people that care about great education. There are people that care about, you know, all different kinds of things. I think what there's been a lack of is caring about the arts or caring about it and then knowing what to do to support mm -hmm. that. And I think the coalition, although it's new, is going to be one of those voices that says anything that happens around here are people caring about how that affects the arts or artists right. or the, or the, I mean, this even applies to great Scott, you know, yeah. I mean, yeah. Like where, what, what, what was lost with great Scott is gigantic. Huge. And how is that going to come back? Right. And so, how can we help make that happen? Well, and that's what we're here to maybe try to do. I mean, I'm not here to say we will figure out great Scott, but we're sure as hell try. You have the knowledge and know-how and that's what's one of the most important. You are a volunteer organization. I am a volunteer. I get paid the big bucks. Yes. You're a volunteer organization that has, sometimes reluctantly, and I get this, sometimes reluctantly taken on these monster subjects where you have people who, I, I remember when the EMF building in Cambridge closed, and I remember how how divided people were over that. Heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. That was hard to watch. Heartbreaking. It still is. There's still a Facebook page committed to it that still gets posts. It's mm -hmm. People are still heartbroken. People are burned. And, yeah. you know, truthfully, the more that I've learned about this over the past few years, there are visual artists and musicians, people that we know and love, that have been displaced three, four, five times in the span of their career. This mm -hmm. keeps happening. This is mm -hmm. not just about the Sound Museum in 2022. This mm -hmm. is the Piano Factory in the South End. This yeah. is EMF. This is... Um, you know, uh, 52 uh, Amory in JP, 126 Brookside in JP. This on, and also this has happened to the Sound Museum many times, whether from Albany Street or South Boston, not having a mechanism to protect arts and culture is the problem. Mm -hmm. There should be able to be development. There should be able to be expanded real estate. People should be able to like do business, make business, earn money, fine. Yeah. There also can be protections for the creative community. And that's what we're here to do. And it's so necessary. And we have the capabilities to do it and get the word out. 
you hit it on the head, you know, let's have a message and we need to stop yelling over one another and listen to each other. Well, Amy Bennett, thank you. I hope the next time that you and I speak, it's about the successes that the coalition is able to announce for the community, which would be extraordinary to have an update. So I will check in with you when there's more information that the coalition is able to share publicly, because I know that there are a lot of things going on behind the scenes that are, you know, some of the information is not helpful at all. We don't need to share, but most of it is that there's a solution coming. Yes. And also um, it's a new organization and we, you know, we're looking for more volunteers and we're just also looking, you know, to build up an email list for people that want to receive information. And so you can go to Facebook and look for the Art Stays Here Coalition. You can go on there to sign up. You know, we'll, we'll stay in touch and we'll keep putting out information, but we're volunteers. We're trying to help. We care about the arts. We thank you for this opportunity to share what we're trying to do. And all of this is heartbreaking and we're trying to just do the best that we can to keep musicians working in Boston. Musicians need to know that there are people in their corner. If this is what's this is what it's about. We really do want to see more value placed on art and creative folks. Agreed. Thank you. And thank you for everything that you do and thanks for keeping the rumble going and, <laughs> you know, and, and everything else. So, you know, that's hard too and you've been through your own challenges and changes about that. So, Thank you, too. Thank you so much, Amy. Love to the family. And let's touch base. You know, I I will certainly be in touch with you throughout the course of, you know, this process. But I think that people will be really happy to hear this information. Great. Well, thank you and uh, Happy New Year.
Austin Emissions, new music, Jenny D and the Delinquents, looking for clues, new music on the show. I talked to Amy Bennett. You can find information about Art Stays Here Coalition. They are looking for volunteers to get involved. And there's been even more developments since Amy and I spoke. The lab, the developers of the lab that's going into the Brighton Sound Museum space has purchased a building in Boston. IQ HQ has acquired the Boston Light and Sound Building. It is a pretty incredible story, which makes it, like we said, hard to believe. But it's true. IQ HQ purchased the Sound Museum building. It will become laboratory space. They have bought a building that will be given to the city of Boston for artist space, affordable artist rehearsal space. And in the meantime, there's another plan at play to bridge the gap between the closing of the Sound Museum space in Brighton and the opening of what will be this new space that information is forthcoming. I can't tell you about that, but I know something is in the works. So all is not lost. You will not have to wait two years for the development of this new space. Something is coming. And as soon as I know, I'll tell you. And maybe as soon as next week, we'll be able to tell you about that. It's really important. We're about to launch into rumble season. And how can bands rehearse? If you have no rehearsal space, it's very concerning. 2022 was another year of challenges, but there was some pretty great music made. I picked some songs that I liked. Not all the songs that I liked. A lot of the songs that I liked. You did a really great job making them. Let's go back to Michael Caine and the Morning Afters from Broke Not Broken, Dark Nights as Boston Emissions.
times we were looking for something But there's nothing going on around here Undiscover, undercover But there's nothing going on around here Looking for something in it that I want to live It's anything I have I walk about, talk about On my favorite way Going on right here. You got nothing, I got something. 
I got my nail polish on. I got my black suit on. I got my parasol up. I'm gonna have some fun. for Christina Ricci. She's really great in Yellow Jackets. Have you seen it? Oh, and she's also in the new Wednesday show, which is um, HBO, Hulu, Hulu, HBO. I don't know. One of the streamers. Walter Sickert in the Army of Broken Toys, Goth Beach. It's tons of fun. And the video's great. I posted it at bostonemissions.com. Sunshine Riot, Just Say So, the kind of song that gets stuck in your head, and that's what you want. The Chelsea Curve, nothing going on. Michael Caine and the Morning Afters, Dark Nights. Stuff that I liked. I know, what a name for a segment. Stuff I liked from 2022. Here's something that's truly beautiful. The Loyal Seas put out Strange Mornings in the Garden. And this is so far from Silver Lake, it's Boston Emissions.
Austin Emissions' new music, Still Gold, with Darling Side, It's Shimmer. It's a beautiful song. Still Gold's new one, Rock Boyega, out in November. They did a big release show at the Paradise. It was a great time. Everybody was there. Erica Mantone, Undone, which really is a great country song. Like the video, that's a throwback to like the 70s. Barbara Mandrell and the Mandrell sisters. It kind of hits it just right. That's off. I may have asked for this. Roser, Little Stitches from their self-titled release that came out in February. That band is a lot of different kinds of things. They're rock. They're pop. They're almost like a little jazzy at the same time in a really tasty way. Like a little piece of candy. The Loyal Sea is so far from Silver Lake. Strange mornings in the garden. Apparently, Loyal Seas got this big nod from Good Morning America for that record. Not that that shouldn't have happened. It's amazing. I just didn't know that Good Morning America makes best of lists for music. <laughs> I didn't know that. So congratulations, one and all. BostonEmissions.com for everything about the show. Follow the show at Boston Emissions. You can hear the show first listen Sundays, 3 p.m. Eastern on Uncertain FM. You can support Uncertain FM on Patreon, patreon.com slash Uncertain FM. John Paul, John Paul released Bruiser this year, and it shook out to be one of my favorites.
one fall slingshot when I first got those songs I thought holy shit this is like power pop punk rock in a way that we haven't had it in a little while and while the band is very new they have only played a couple of shows so far everybody in the band has been in other bands so they know how all this works it's really great power pop punk is there another p word i can throw in there power pop punk perfection kid disaster dead ends i love me some emo I I do. I really, really do. So bands like Kid Disaster and Bleach the Sky, we heard I Just Fade, that kind of stuff sticks with me. John Paul, John Paul did Bruiser. We heard Still Golden, Darling Side, Shimmer, Erica Mantone, Undone, Rose or Little Stitches, all things that I love from the year gone by. There's a lot of great stuff. And uh, well, remember, I took a bit of a hiatus, so there's a chunk of time that I definitely missed and still haven't fully caught up on. So I definitely ask all of you, put that stuff back in front of me. One thing I really, really loved that came out at the beginning of 2022, another band, this is another band that is a very new band, but is chock full with people who have played in and around the Boston music scene for a lot of years. It's No Nations. I love Queso.
Boston emission, Sarah Rabdow and the self-employed assassins running up that hill. Not a new cover. A cover, of course. Not a new cover. And I rather enjoyed playing that song that I've been playing on Boston Emission since Sarah Rabdow and Matt Graber recorded it live on WERS sometime around, I think, 09 or 2010. And it was fun to play that song after everyone rediscovered this beautiful Kate Bush song and nearly everyone started to make their own renditions of it after it appeared in Stranger Things. And hey, look, I'm a Stranger Things fan. I thought they did a beautiful job with the placement of the song on the show. And it was fun to play that version of it because Sarah did it a long time ago. It is right in Sarah's wheelhouse, no doubt about it. Wirelines, shoplifters of the world unite. Kevin, the singer from Wirelines, just nails that does such a good job with that. And I am not much of a Morrissey fan. I'm actually of the school that likes to make the Morrissey jokes and for fun. I was never like the super alterna kid when I was young. I was more into heavy metal when I was young. I don't know what that says about me. I don't care. I love that cover version of Shoplifters of the World Unite. It's on their latest record, Walpole. Here we come. No Nations, Dig Queso, probably my favorite song of the year. That's a tough one. I mean, I really love the One Fall song. I really love the Kid Disaster song, but they came out so late in the year. No Nations is a January 2020 release. So yeah, I'm going to say No Nations, Queso is my favorite song of the year. I declare. So yeah, No Nations is members of Cocked and Loaded. Kyle Neeson was in Cocked and Loaded. A lot of them, most of them were also in I Am Become Death. And Eric Wormwood was in Mean Creek for a long time. 2022 saw us to start to venture back to live shows in a way that people started to feel a little safer about going out and socializing. And I know by summer, a lot of us were feeling like we were ready to venture out. And Mellow Bravo got the band back together and had a big to-do downstairs at the Middle East. It was really a highlight of the summer for a lot of us. And while this is not a new song, the show and the night out was definitely a highlight of the summer of 2022. It's Mellow Bravo, Low Ain't the Bottom.
Sessions Mellow Bravo Low and the Bottom from the Ripper EP. Available now. You can go grab it on Bandcamp anytime you want. It's quite possible there are more Mellow Bravo shows to come. It could happen. Truly, anything could happen. If the last couple of years weren't evidence enough of that fact. Thank you for listening to Boston Emissions. BostonEmissions.com for everything. Happy New Year. Here's to many good things in 2023. Bye, everybody. Bye. This is Zip Tie Handcuffs. This, this is, is Warshipper. This is Sasha. And this is Chris. And we are When, when Particles Collide. This is Ward Hayden from Girls, Guns, and Glory. We are Goddamn Dracula. Hey, this is Paul Hansen of the Grown Up Noise. Hey, what's up? It's Michael Morata from Vanya Land. I am Anne from, from Harris Hawk. We are Salem Wolves. I am Ruby Rose Fox, and you are listening to Boston Emissions with Angel Wood. <laughs>